Heavenly Father, I know it's been written this since the beginning. I'm seeking your truth and I'm seeking your wisdom. You got it, my steps now. You leave. I'm Dr. Joshua. Hey, I'm Raven. And I'm KP. And this is in the text. Yes. Episode six. Six. There we go. I feel like Star Wars. Yes, Jordan. I feel like Star. Okay. Jordan in the sixth ring. There we go. Baby. Okay. Okay. Here we go. Here we go. Yes. Jordan's your dude. Nah, I'm a Kobe guy. Okay, I'm a Kobe oh, guy. Oh, he's well, he's. I think he's the goat. Oh, for sure, yeah. for sure. Kobe's my dude. Yeah, and yeah. I'm just a LeBron fan. Yeah, so I man. Hit them all. Hey, he put on a Laker uniform, so you know, I, I accept him. I there accept you go. him. LeBron <laughs> gotta go. LeBron gotta go. And yeah. Jesus, <laughs> why? I know why Raven don't like exactly. him. Exactly. Because they call him King James. And you know, uh-uh. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it, you, ain't nobody gonna right. touch her King James. Right. <laughs> Speaking of which, one. I do not have my ESV today. I am working from the new King James today. Oh, wow. you're very proud of me. Wow. We love it. It's gonna be so much fun. Yes, that's exciting. Yeah, man. But that's all right. I'm I'm ready to dig in. We gonna we're gonna have to get dig out of chapter three. We've been yeah. here for a minute, haven't got we? Got a scratch and claw mm-hmm. up out of there. Yeah, so for those of you who are just joining us, this is our third session on chapter three. Episode yes. six, but we've been on chapter three for a long time. There's a lot going on here. I'll briefly summarize yeah. what it's about, but before that, I should probably remind you like why we're here, which is in the text is basically about uh, dealing with the stereotypes people have about scripture and the barriers that hindered them from reading it and enjoying it and embracing it. And so we want to kind of break some of those things down as we wrestle with it ourselves. Yeah, yeah, for sure, man. And um, you said that, man, I've been getting a lot of feedback with a lot of people saying how they're more engaged in the text. They have to go back and read and see what they find and different things. So it's going really good, really good. I even found that, like, some kids like it. Like, my little brother, he loves watching it. Wow. Like he he always texts he always will tell me like last episode he was like Raven you didn't know who the serpent was he was like it was Satan <laughs> um, and like some of even like our Zoe kids like yeah. even love it too um, so yeah yeah it's working we're tilling the ground baby tilling there we the go. ground there we go yes um oh and I want to summarize chapter three but. We got to do something first. Oh, yeah. Will you do the honors? Oh, yeah. Let's invite him in, our fourth co-host. Let's fourth do co-host. It. Let's do it. Uh, God, we love you. God, we thank you uh, for just being amazing. God, you're so great. And God, we just ask you to be with us. Uh, we invite you, Holy Spirit, as we dive into this text, God. Um, reveal the things that you want us to reveal and share uh, with all of us, God, this day. So, God, we love you. And we thank you in your son Jesus' name. Amen. 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 So quick quick recap of chapter three again. Uh, so basically, basically trouble in paradise. <laughs> right. right. God makes this perfect planet with the perfect resources, animals, food, people. And uh, an enemy has, uh, has infiltrated this paradise. Yeah. They have tempted Adam and Eve, convinced them to rebel against God, and then God basically pronounces the consequences that mm. all of them, even the serpent, will experience as a result of their rebellion. My, 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 my. Everybody's rebellion. Yes. Everybody. Yeah, that was super interesting. Everybody had a choice. <laughs> Everybody had a choice. Everyone played a role. Man, yeah. yeah. 
So this gets into some interesting things. I think the pronouncements that are made over the serpent, over Eve, and over Adam, uh, there's a lot of different opinions about that. And I'm, yeah. I'm really curious about how those pronouncements, uh, what, what they've made you think about. Yeah. So can we clarify, when you say pronouncements, you're referring uh -oh. to chapter three. Chapter three. And so recapping on the story, um, Eve was tempted to eat the fruit and she has already mm -hmm. eaten it. Yes. So now God is looking for his wonderful creation, looking for, um, and he's asking him, hey, what happened? You know, like, um, did you guys, and then she goes, did you guys eat of the fruit? Um, and they did. And yep. so now we're at the part where he's giving a pronouncement or what's another word for pronouncement? A judgment. I was gonna say judgment. Or consequence. The, the word curse is used there too. I, I purposely okay. didn't use the word curse, even, even though it's mentioned with all of them, because yeah. I think as we read it, like the serpent seems to be cursed directly, and Adam and Eve mm. seem to be cursed indirectly. Gotcha. When I read it, yeah, he doesn't like say you're cursed, um, but he does. He does. I don't. You know, one way of thinking about it is he's announcing kind of like. Here's what's happening as a result of your decision. And we can talk about whether that's God. You know, some people look at it as God putting something on them. And, and some people just say, like, well, God's just announcing, like, you made this choice. Let me tell you what's about to happen next. Let me expound on what death means. Because you made this choice. Yeah. yeah. So, like, like, how did these... Why don't we just start with the serpent, I think, because he's the most mysterious entity yeah. here. Yeah. Um, what, when you guys look at what God said to him, what, what's, what comes to your mind as you think about that? Want me to go first or you got it right? No, go ahead. <clears throat> um, what stood out to me the most was when he said, um, the dust you shall eat. Hmm. Now that part, I'm very confused on. I have my thoughts. Why don't you read it? Why don't you um, read the whole, okay. the whole, the whole pronouncement there? So okay, here we go. Starting at verse fourteen. Fourteen. Yes. Fourteen said, "The Lord God said to the serpent, because you have done this, cursed are you above all livestock and above all beasts of the field, and on your belly you shall go, and the dust you shall eat all the days." Of your life. You want me to continue? Yes, please. <clears throat> I will put uh, enmity between you and the woman and between your offspring and her offspring. He shall bruise your head and you shall bruise his heel. Okay. So for me, the dust is what stood out. And the reason why that stood out to me because we know that man was created from the dust. Mm. He said, dust, I created you, and dust, you shall go. But he told the serpent, you will eat the dust of the ground. So now with me, me knowing that the serpent, you know, represents Satan. So I'm thinking in my head, could this mean that Satan will always attack or, you know, try to mm. um, kill or destroy man? So that was just a thought. Every time I see, every time I see 
the dust because yeah. everything else kind of is is clear. Yeah. But the dust part, I'm like, I had to do my research. Like, do mm. snake eat dust? Like, 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 help me out. So, yeah, that's the part that stood out to me, and it, you know, made me think. You know, I don't hate that idea. I mean, that's really intriguing. I, I, I hadn't thought about it. Oh wow! Like that. But there are all these references to dust and dirt. Yeah. Even in the other curses, or even in the even in the other pronouncements given to like Adam. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah, yeah. Okay, man, I thought I was off of it. I thought I was reaching. <laughs> Why? You know, certain people just, oh, you're reaching, you're reaching. So, you know, sometimes in my head, I don't like saying a lot of things because people are like, oh, you're reaching. So I just sometimes- I You just drop nuggets, man. Yeah. <laughs> you drop nuggets. You, you, Heavy you hitters. You drop some idea bombs. For sure. Yeah, yeah, that's what stood out to me, though. Um, I think what stood out to me was- um, put enmity between you and the woman. Um, when I had read it, like for the some of the first times, I didn't mm. understand why between him and the woman. Now reading it over, I mean, it kind of makes more sense. But yeah, I like how he, well, not like, but it was interesting how he didn't say like mankind, like the creation man, mm. like either one. It was specifically between him, between the serpent and the woman. And I didn't, I didn't, I don't have the full understanding your context, but I just thought that was interesting that he singled woman out in the serpent's pronouncement specifically. So. I, I thought that's interesting too, yeah. given like the, so I'm thinking about the role she plays mm -hmm. yeah. in the deception, right? like, but then also Adam throwing her under the bus. Right. And then she singled out again. Yeah. Here. Yeah. That whole pattern. When we, when, what, to our knowledge and what was written in the text, we saw or read God give the instructions to Adam. Mm -hmm. We didn't see that exchange happen with Eve, so we don't know how that happened. So it's interesting, again, to your point, yes, Eve ate the fruit, right? But she's getting all of these whatevers when the original instruction that we read was given to Adam. But Adam wasn't mentioned in the serpent's uh, pronouncement. Specifically. Yeah. 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 Ooh. Well, you know, it's like it's, you know, seeing how important both Adam and Eve are. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right. So she came from his rib. Right. And but she's also playing a critical role in creating, not creating, but the seed coming from her. So there's right. something come from Adam that's very critical, and there's something coming from Eve right. that's very critical. Right, right, right. And, you know, I, so the other thing about the serpent thing is that, so the serpent is a very mysterious entity, and we've already talked about, like, there's something going on here. It's more than just some animal talking. Right. right. And I think that this pronouncement is giving us some clues as to there's some other things going mm -hmm. on right. beyond just the surface. For sure. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. For sure. It is, because even, you know, yeah, just reading all of it, it's it's hinting. It If you just read it at first glance and don't have the full context, like it's hinting towards something, right? Like, um, not even just with putting enmity between the serpent and the woman, but specifically between their offspring, specifically between seed, and the next, this he that will be crushing of the head and striking his heel. Like, it's 
deeper than just, oh, yeah. you know, yeah. the garden aspect. Now, can I tell y'all something about, so I was watching one of the Bible Project videos, and okay. I, they, they brought something out I had never considered, right? So one of the videos was talking about, so are you familiar with the word seraphim? Mm -hmm. Okay, so these are like creatures or beings that stand before the presence of the Lord. Yeah. You know one of the meetings of seraphim is? Uh-oh. No. Uh -oh. Like guess. Just, just from the word, like what word does seraphim remind you of? <laughs> and I don't hear those words too often. Oh. Like, <laughs> I, I was going on the lens of like sapphire, like jewels, hmm. but maybe not. I could be off. Okay, that's not a bad guess. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I'm thinking of something strong. Strong. Yeah. Some okay. warrior type stuff. This is going to trip you out. <laughs> Okay. Serpent. Oh, no. No. What? Serpent, yes. So you know how you, so, so there's these creatures that stand before God. You see it in other passages of scripture and they have animal-like yeah. dimensions. Okay. okay, okay. But seraphim, one of the meetings is serpent. So, so they went on this, they, they, in the Bible project, they begin to suggest that, right? Like the serpent here is analogous to seraphim, like basically a fallen seraphim. Oh my goodness. Oh my now, goodness. I don't know what I don't... think about that yet. I'm just, I mean, that's just an interesting thought, right? So. Yeah. It's, it's just an interesting thing. I'm just putting it out there. But but yeah. but we what we do, what we do see, there's something more going on here about this serpent. Right. Uh, now that you say that, now we know, now we know, you know, that Satan was kicked out. It wasn't just himself. We know that it was others. And then even in this text, it says that he would put enmity between the woman and between your offspring and her offspring. Mm -hmm. So could that be, like, could that, that's, man, that, that just, make, that makes me think. Like, could it, like, could it be? It's, it's something I ponder. Yeah. And, and because the text is not saying this explicitly, it's not clear. I just, yeah. I'm holding this in my mind. Yeah. But I don't believe that the, this, there's simply an animal. Right. It's, yeah. That is more behind to this. It's more to it. Yeah. It's more to it. It Man. is definitely more to it. I, I, just from the text alone, they do attribute like animalistic qualities and characteristics to this serpent figure. Mm -hmm. Like like even in the you know pronouncement, like your curse of all the wild animals. Like the term livestock was used, you know, in, mm -hmm. in verse 14, you know, crawl mm -hmm. on your belly. So there are these things that are pointing to those animalistic things, but... From what we read and just his, you know, we talked about a couple episodes ago, his beef with God. Yeah. Like, I do definitely think it's, it's something more, else going yeah, on. Yeah, there's more to behind it. Behind the surface. And I want to, I mean, I'm just speculating. I want to know how this enemy even got into the garden. Right. So, yeah. you know, is the serpent an independent entity that is influenced by... You know, is this is it just some animal that's influenced by what we now believe is the devil, right? It doesn't say that explicitly here. But, right, right, right. But we, you know, think that. 
or is it just a way of talking about the devil? Because we know that later in the Bible, it one of the ways we describe the devil is the serpent right. or dragon. Right. Um, and I I wonder what in I think we alluded to to it before. I wonder how many encounters Adam had with, with the serpent before no. Eve. Right. Because he named all these animals. Right. <laughs> Every single last one of them. Cobra, uh, yeah. Viper. <laughs> yeah. Named them all. But yeah, but even to, you know, like, just, just out, outside of Genesis, when we think about, like, spiritual warfare, right? Like, we know if somebody is dealing with something, we know it's not them. Mm. But it's the spirit that took control of them. Yes. So it goes back to here in the garden, like we know, like okay, in certain um, in certain descriptions, it's talking about an animal, but just like how we're saying, like yo, it's something else <laughs> that's going on too. So it could be that, like we can't get mad at the people for dealing with what they're dealing with. We have to get mad at the spirit that's in them that we need to deal with. And yet we deal with the consequence, even though it's influenced Ooh! by evil spirit. You still deal with right, the we're dealing with the consequence. Yes. Oh my goodness. That's good. That's good. Hmm. Oh man. Can we go back to your to your dust observation? Yeah. Eating dust because so here's the thing about the Bible too. And we I think we talked about it in our first, in our maybe our second, our, our second segment or something like that. That, you know, there are the Bible is expressed with a lot of different literary genres. So there are letters, there are his, there's history, there's legal things, there's right. poetry, yeah. there's figurative language. Yeah. And so I wonder, like, because this is an entity that has a, for lack of a better term, potentially a double consciousness, right? Mm. Yeah. That you have an animal mm -hmm. and also some kind of diabolical spiritual entity at work. Yeah. Oh. This passage, is it, potentially addressing two different entities at the same time. Right. <laughs> so when I see on your belly you shall go and you shall eat dust, there are some people who go, okay, so that's talking about snakes. Mm -hmm. And maybe snakes used to have legs, etc. Okay. But I also wonder if it's figurative, like, like deep humiliation. Ooh. So I like what you said before Ooh. about the dust, yeah. like because human beings are made of dust and it's going after people, but it's actually like you're like, you wanted to go up here. This is your home now. This is where you live. Like you do with your dogs when they, <laughs> when they you know, are not responding well to you. Yeah. You put their nose in it. Yep. Yep. This is, you don't do this. <laughs> Wow, that's good. That's good. I think that's something that I've always wrestled with um, is the figurative aspects of scripture. In particular. Mm, okay, I mm, got gotcha. you. Gotcha. The reasoning is is because what they say and what they use, a lot of the times it's very specific. Like it's not off the wall, you know, like comparing, you know, water rippling or the blue sunset. Like it's very specific things. Like for this one, like crawl on your belly. Right. Like that's very specific. Right. So sometimes, at least just for me, I struggle with like, you know, the figurative and even going, not saying it, it couldn't be that, mm -hmm. but sometimes I do struggle because it just seems so specific, like in my mind, 
my human mind. Like, why would it have a double meeting? Because that was very specific and clear. Sometimes it's hard for me to like, um, like just accept that off face value with scripture sometimes. Like that mm -hmm. it, it, it could be more than that only because again, like some stuff is just like, to me, like very like specific. No, that's good. And I think that's, I think that's one of the reasons why Dr. Josh is doing this podcast is yeah. because of that very reason, you know, the different stereotypes, right? right. And people it's like, oh, I don't want to read it because of that. Right. You know, it says this, but now a preacher exactly. is telling me that it don't mean that like, right. yo, I'm going to take what I want, you know? Right, right, and right. so I think that's probably, you know, the struggle that people have. But at the same time, it's good to have dialogues like this. Because it can challenge your thinking too. Exactly. Yeah. Let you see it exactly. differently. Yeah, and that's the cool part of our discussion to kind of explore the different ways that people may choose to interpret this, mm -hmm. some literally, some figuratively, but to know that it's a it's a it's a possibility. Um and especially as we try to make sense of this again, this entity that is kind of too too consciousness, or when it says serpent, you know, is it talking about a literal animal to what right. degree, yeah. et cetera. But I think I think when we get to verse 15 and it starts talking about seed. Mm. I think starts, then we know. Yeah. Oh, else is okay. <laughs> this is not right. what we thought it was. Here we are. Like, yeah. is this about like little serpents walking around, <laughs> right. nipping at Eve's heels? <laughs> right, we're gonna, right, right. We're gonna bite you. We're gonna bite right. you. <laughs> you know? right. And right, Eve's right. little babies is like, yeah. it can't mean that. Yeah, for sure. Yep. Definitely agree. Yep. Especially if God gave man authority over them you know over the every animal you know he gave us authority over them so oh then that second part in verse 15 go ahead is that read what it. you're saying oh uh the whole verse 15 yeah or go ahead and read it so we can see you yeah okay verse 15 and i will put enmity between you and the woman between your offspring and hers he will crush your head and you will strike his heel is that what you're talking about with the dominion? Yeah, yeah, because he was saying, you know, it can't be these little things. <laughs> Just come in, little yeah. baby things. Because <laughs> we have babies. <laughs> right, like, yo, get out of here. <laughs> yeah. What do you think about that, uh, verse 15, Raymond? Let's see that second part. Aha. Uh-oh. What do I think about it? Yes. Um, do you want, like, initials or, like? <laughs> I, I want, I want just... Put it out there. <laughs> Lay it out on the table. So Give us a spread. He will crush your head. So there is this he who is coming into the mix. Uh-oh. There is a he that's Ooh, coming. Uh-oh. Let, let me get my pen. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I'm about to underline this. Yeah, make sure y'all highlight yeah. How we get a he when we talk that. about a sheep? Right. Well, so, yeah, we started with the woman and her seed, and then we moved to this he. Um, he will crush your head. Now we're still talking to the serpent, right? Mm -hmm. So this is the serpent's head and you, the serpent will strike his heel. Um, so there is this he figure coming into play. We yes. know going back a little bit before in verse 15, that there is some beef that will be happening between the woman's seed and the serpent's seed. Yeah. And what do I keep going? Oh. Do you want to stop there? No, this is good. You want to stop there? Yes, but expound. Expound where? Yeah, I mean, well, you say, okay, this he figure, like, yes. what do we, like, what do you make of this he figure while he's talking to the she? He's talking about now it's like in this he, this he seat, this he. So this he is definitely sounding like a, a child or an offspring of this woman, right? Or 
women in general, right? It could be women. It could be this particular woman. So it's definitely talking about an heir that's coming yes. who will crush the head of this serpent. Mm. While simultaneously, this serpent will have a little, not an advantage, but he would do some damage to this heat as well. Just from here in verse 15. I haven't went anywhere yeah, else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I so, stayed in yeah. verse 15. Okay, so when you see this, do you, do you, do you see like, like blow for blow? Like uh, one seed got a lick and the other seed got a lick. Like that's how you see it? No, wait. Um, it could be. But I feel like a crushing of the head versus a striking of the... He was the bottom of your foot, right? Yeah, yeah, so yeah. That's two different blows. Yes, it is. Right. Yes, it is. That's two completely different blows. Yes. A strike to the heel is a little... And I think that's where the bruise come from. Because of the of the crushing of the head. Ah. <laughs> yes. 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 Yeah. Yes. Ah. And okay. your heel has, like... It's, it's more reinforced than, say, your toes or the middle right. of your yeah. foot. It's, you're using that because it, it's strong. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's true. Again, the parts of the Bible, and this is just, now we're getting into, like, teaching when you read the Bible. Like, look at the words that they're choosing to use. Like, a head, like Dr. Said, like Dr. Josh said, versus a heel. Like, what is that heel symbolizing? What does that heel signify? Yeah, he didn't say the foot or, no. you know. He didn't say the toes, right. the pinky toe. So now when you see him... Described as being on the ground. Uh-oh. Right? Because oh. is it literal head? Is it literal, like, you know, heel? Like, then it makes you go back and look at this other stuff. Like, is oh. that also part of the figurative explanation? Yes. That all of the, the, the all that the serpent tries to do is going to be, he's going to come from the slithering, cunning, like, it's all going to come from the space of being on the ground. Yeah. Oh, because if you're striking a seal, you have to be near the ground or yep. low. <laughs> I just got that. Forgive me. <laughs> no, and he's yeah. slithering. He's cunning. He's deceptive. He's manipulative. He, right. he operates in that space that is not elevated. Yeah. Yeesh. Whereas the other seed does operate in that space. Come oh, on, Dr. The head Josh. and the top. You ah. preaching the gospel, sir. Shoot. And so good. it's not just two different spaces. It's two different kingdoms ah. and mindsets and approaches. Come on. When you an eagle, you like, you up there. When yeah. you a snake, you, you slither. Take the low blows. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. That's a word. You It'll preaching, preach. You preaching the gospel. It'll preach. Oh, no, this what, is the gospel. Yeah. It'll preach. This is, this verse 15 is yes. the gospel. Yes. The oh, good news that yes, this serpent came, manipulated, mm -hmm. caused God's yeah. kids to rebel against them, but guess what? Yeah. I got a new kid. I got a new kid. Got new Woo. kid on the block. Yes. Yeesh. Yes. And he gonna settle it once and for all. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I wanted to say I don't. I don't. I don't want. I don't want to take over. But uh, oh no, I wanted us to go there. That that's the symbol that I see as far as he shall bruise your head and you shall bruise his heel. That is, that is Jesus hanging on a cross, defeating death, defeating what happened in this garden, right there on Golgotha's hill. Right there, that's him crushing the head of the uh, 
the enemy right there. Oh. Right there. I, and I like that you went there, KP, because this is we want to mark Genesis 3.15. So yeah. much of the rest of the Bible. The oh, my goodness. Comes back to it. Genesis 3.15. 3, that is so true. Highlight it, underline, circle it, the, put it in red. Yes, it, oh it's going to keep coming, coming back. back to yeah. This is the first this is it. A pronouncement of the gospel, yeah. of the good news. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Literally. In the beginning, and, and that's why when we go back to episode two and talking about the goodness of God, like you can't get no better than that. Yeah. Like in the, in the very infancy like, Jesus wasn't a random thought about, oh, yeah, I'll just throw him in a couple centuries in. Like, from the very beginning, this has been planned out. Your salvation, your redemption, yes. your invitation back into the presence of God has been ordained from the beginning of time. So don't play and think that it was just a made-up and fairy tale thing. No, God has been very intentional about all of us coming back into fellowship and reunion with him. Wow. Yeah, because he had it in his mind when he was given when it. When he was given this. <laughs> when he was given I oh, I got some. He he's, he was playing the whole yeah, thing out. I got some. Yeah. Man. Yeah. That's good. And I like he handled the like he handled it before he even yeah. talked to Adam and Eve about what was gonna happen to them. Right. Yeah. He's letting them know I've already yeah. fixed it. Yeah. Yes, I'm, I'm yeah. already giving you victory. Yeah. Now you still gotta deal with your consequences. Right. But this is already handled. My goodness. That's like a, that's like, you know, like that's parenting one-on-one, right? Like, hey, I already fixed the situation, but because, because you did what you did. You're going to go back and get. You got, man. That's right. And so, and going back to the secret war, was that last week or two weeks ago? I think the secret war was two weeks ago when we talked about this invisible war between the serpent and and God or whatever. Um, like to what you just said, Dr. Joshua, like Satan has known ha, from the beginning of time his pronouncement. So the mm. the tricks and the deceptions and the lies, it don't got nothing to do with him. Because he he knows, he knows where he knows where he he landed. Yes. It's about you. I point to myself, you, me, you. It's about us. Yes. That that's his battle now. Because right. after this took place. Yeah, he, already he, already had his pr- yeah. he already had his pronouncement. Oh, so what I'm going to try to do. Yeah, I'm going to try to deceive every single last one of y'all. Be- yeah, He's not that's stupid. Good. That's good. He's not dumb. He still yeah. has for sure beef with God, and he's going to yeah. still try his shots. But at the end of the day, the, the war switched a little bit. It had another element to it. We became um, factors. We already were, as we saw. But we became more prevalent in his strategy. Yeah. In his endgame. We're like involved in it now. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Before it was just beef uh, between the serp, I mean, between Satan and God. Yeah. But because of our rebellion, we're now involved in the conflict we should have right. never been a part of. Man. Wow. Yes. And he, God tried to tell us. Right. It, yeah. I did. He tried to tell us, <laughs> don't eat from that. Don't open don't, the door. Don't right. open the door. Woo! Somebody listening, don't open the door. That's what I was going to say. That's the, the word. Don't, don't open, open that door. Ah, oh, that's good. And it's yeah. not like there's no response right. if the enemy comes in, but now you got to deal, deal with, with him. It. Oh, my goodness. Help you us, gotta Jesus. Deal with it. Don't open the door. He did the <laughs> okie doke on you. Right. Don't fall for the okie doke. Hey, I got a shirt like that. Don't fall for the okie You do for real? Yeah, my good, put that my, on shirt. my good friend, he made it. He, he made a shirt, yeah. Don't hey. fall for the okie doke. That's good. <laughs> Man, that's so good, that's though. That's good. That's real good. So, 
the gene warfare begins. Oh, man. Dun, dun, dun. Here we go. Offspring versus offspring, seed versus seed. And throughout the scripture, we're going to see who's the seed from the woman and who's the seed from the serpent. Wow. We'll be able to mark. Wow. So up to this point, just for I, when you said that I had the question, like, who's, who is this woman? Is it still Eve? So are we going to, will we find out anytime soon, this woman, or will we have to stay tuned for well, I mean, so I think we could say because we've already saying this is this is a prophecy yeah. about Jesus. Oh, yeah. That this is prophesying that. Right. And the woman then, now you're now you're talking about Mary. Right. Because the seed, like biologically, women don't have seeds. Right. Right. So That's how a does a woman right. get a seed? Say that. Right. <laughs> right. They have eggs. They are the seed, right? Right. And so it's it in, in that regard, it's talking about the virgin birth. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. It's gonna be a woman who mm-hmm. has a seed. Mm-hmm. And God is so like I just love the fact that He doesn't have to, but He just loves to put us in His story. Because literally, <laughs> like again, going back to what you said, the woman doesn't have a seed. Mm-mm. He didn't even have to reference the woman. Like this was God's doing. Uh, yeah. God entered His Son into the story. But again, just wanting us to be a part of His narrative and His story. Yeah. He put the woman in there where he could have said himself. Right, yeah, he did. Because it was him. It's his seed. Yeah, he did that so we can get in the text. <laughs> you got to read You got to read the story. It's one big story. So you just got to go yeah. through the text and you're going to yeah. find out who this woman yeah. is. Yes. Yeah. So this is really like for those who've been like kind of weird up until this point, yeah. this should be your turning point. Yes. A gear should have shifted and you should have been like, oh, snap. Genesis 3.15 connects with Mary, connects with Jesus. All the way over there. So then every, so this is, this is the spoiler alert. Everything that's happened in between and also after Jesus all relates and stems straight from 3.15. Yes. Straight from here. So it's not, and I want to make this very clear because I know even dealing with, you know, young people and even myself, like, oh, it's just random stories. No. It's, this is one story starting not just from here, starting from the beginning, but really kicking off in 315 and going straight through even past Jesus. It is one connecting story. Oh, yeah. And it also tells you why he wrote the Bible, what, what God wrote the Bible, what it's yeah. for. The Bible yeah. doesn't tell us everything, yeah. but it tells us the essential things the essential. relative to our redemption. Right. Yeah. Man, that's so good. That's really good. That is so good, that's man. That's good. Because even the Bible is not going to answer every no. single question. That's not the goal. <laughs> you, exactly. The goal was exactly. redemption. Yeah. And you will see a God who may not answer your question, but he will give you wisdom. He will give you insight. Yes. He showed you that he sent a, a comforter, yeah. a guider who will help you in every situation, yes. even when you don't understand. Powerful. Man. And this is the hope. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> That's the good. At their worst moment, God is like, but there's hope. There's hope. Wow. Before I even get into these pronouncements, awesome. before I tell you, like, E, this is what's going to happen to you, yes. and Adam, this is going to happen to you, just yeah. know there is there's hope. hope. Yes. That's powerful. Yeah. And there's hope for you, too. There is hope. Mm. There is hope at your worst moment. There is hope. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. And this is the loving God of the Bible. Go ahead. Well, I was about to say, I don't know what more I can add to this, but. Yeah. No, no, I was just going to say, and that's the loving God of the Bible. 
like a God that in your worst moment, in your biggest mess up, when you have just, you just did it all right. that you could do, he still comes back with hope still. and with love and a plan for redemption and Eesh. salvation. I love it. I love in it. In their man. worst moments. Oh, man. Yeah. Go ahead. Because I'm going to go everywhere. Go ahead, Dr. John. Hey, I, I think that's a good note to end. <laughs> yes. Right? Let's, yes. Let's, let's put a pin here. We'll come back next week with yes. some Woo-hoo. more on Chapter 3. Yes. With Woo-hoo. that said, I'm Dr. Joshua. I'm Ray. And I'm KP. We're signing off, but never signing out. Till the next time. Get, get in, in the, the text. text.